Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Fit Lit Book Discussion. If you're new to one of these, you do not need to have read the book. This is just me deep diving into the book of the month that we chose, giving you kind of the highlights of what I learned, I took away, and kind of my favorite parts that it left me with. And I'll start it off with, I think this might be the last one for a little while. You guys seem to not be liking the book discussion ones as much, so maybe I'll pick it up again later in the future, but this probably is the last one for now. So for this book, we did The Body is Not an Apology, The Power of Radical Self-Love by Sonia Renee Taylor. And so this would be under the category of mindset because it's really transforming the way that you think about yourself and thinking about your body which we'll get into but before we dive into that we have our facebook group come join i have the link below i'm so excited to be growing it there because this podcast has been really taking off just in this last week we've hit top 10 for fitness in a wide variety of different countries we hit it in Brazil, in South Africa, Indonesia, Slovenia, the Republic of Trinidad, and Tobago. That one I had to look up. Um, So anyways, the podcast is growing, which I'm really excited about, which means I want to keep growing the community. And I think that the Facebook page just takes it one step further of getting to personally talk to you guys, hearing from you, helping each other out, you know, more free resources beyond just this podcast. So go check it out. The link's below, or you can just search in Facebook, Girls Gone Healthy, Healthy Tips in Your 20s is what I think my tagline is right now. But basically, it's a Facebook group, not just a page. So let's get started into the book. So as I mentioned, the book is The Body's Not an Apology, The Power of Radical Self-Love. And recently, I just did an episode, episode 23, about body love and body neutrality. And I actually took the opposite stance. So I was taking the stance of, I'm actually working towards body neutrality. To me, that just means thinking about my body less. I'm not, you know, obsessing about my body. I'm not trying to love it. For me, that seemed like the best route. And then I read this book, which is basically a 180, right? It's talking about radical self-love when I was just trying to talk about neutrality. So I think that this is like the perfect contrast of how this one could work too. And I found a lot of useful information in this one. So basically her case for saying that it needs to be radical is because we can't go from our current internal messages of hating ourselves, hating our bodies, trying to change them to then go to another place by doing something other than being radical. Like we need something radical to challenge these messages because her point that she comes from a lot is about the societal standards of body hate, body discrimination, body terror. And she's saying that all of these things come from societal systems that are in place, right? It's not coming from an individual level. It's not something that we're born with, but something that we just grow up around. And so she's saying that if we want to challenge these messages, it's not just something that we have to like change our minds about, but it's like this radical change that needs to happen to challenge these beliefs. And so I think that was like a great way of opening me up to it because one, It's like not putting it on yourself, 
there's so many factors that go into your mindset behind it. A lot of females are unhappy with their body before they even know what weight loss is or know how they should be healthily fueling their body and moving and all of that. Like from the first signs of puberty, most girls even start to hate their bodies and just like hate that is changing and now it's starting to be sexualized and just all these things that she mentioned. So I think that was kind of great to mention of it is outside of yourself, how it starts. But then also, like, we can challenge the beliefs that we have. It's not like, okay, we're living in this society that maybe it hates my body, but that doesn't mean that I have to hate my body. And so this whole book is really bringing awareness to that, or at least for me, because something that I hadn't thought of before. She makes these great analogies of, you know, say you're going in for a job interview, and, you know, we're told, cover up your tattoos, look presentable, hide these piercings, like the, like the quote-unquote, like, bad parts of ourselves that aren't as accepted everywhere. And when you're doing that, you're kind of saying, like, oh, I'm ashamed of this part of my body, or I feel like I need to apologize for this part of myself, right? Like, I'm trying to appear my best, let me cover this up, and so... That was a really interesting way of looking at it because even if you're like, oh, no, no, like, I love my tattoo. I'm just doing this because of the profession or doing this because someone else. It's like, yeah, but like, how do you think that affects you day after day? Like, you can say all you want, like, you know, this is why I'm doing it, but it does take a mental toll. So I think that that was an eye opener for me, at least, of saying what has been out of your control. And then another big eye-opener for me was in this journey of trying to love myself, of trying to accept my body. I've always thought of it as a really personal journey. Like, okay, it doesn't matter if I don't like my body today, right? Like, yeah, I'm beating myself up over it, but like no one else cares. But she had this point that she mentioned, and she said, this is from her book, she goes, our relationships with our own bodies inform our relationships with others. Consider all the times you have assessed your value or lack thereof by comparing yourself to someone else. So usually when we're really insecure with how we're looking, how we're feeling, our first instinct is to compare ourselves. And we usually think of that as when we compare ourselves to like somewhere we want to be, right? Like you're comparing yourself to someone who's maybe a little bit more successful or who you think is more attractive to you. And you're like, oh, like I'm not like that. But think about also all the times that you've compared yourself to someone else and been like, oh, like at least I'm not in that position. Or, you know, I used to be there, but like look at how much I've improved from where they're at. And that does affect your relationships. If you're putting your value that you have on yourself and expressing it onto others based on how much they have these values that you like made up out of nowhere about how much you accept yourself, then yeah, that is going to affect how you interact with them, how much you accept them. If you're not accepting yourself and then someone else has those same qualities, you're not going to accept them either. So that one that I thought was interesting too, it's like, okay, can you really not accept your body and still maintain those good relationships. So I really liked how she mentioned why it needs to be radical love. Really like how she mentioned how it can be affecting more than just you and why you should go about trying to fix it or 
not fix it, but you know, just become more aware of it. And then the last part that I really liked her mentioning was this idea of meta shame. And so I had no idea what she was talking about at first, but basically it was this idea of being ashamed of your shame for your body. And I think that's what I've been feeling and why I was trying to go towards body neutrality. Because it's like, okay, body positivity is popping up everywhere. Everyone's talking about body positivity. Love yourself. Love your body. And that was something that I felt like I just, like, couldn't do. I was like, okay, I mean, I don't hate it anymore, but I don't love it. And so she was talking about this idea that, you know, if you think about body positivity and you're like, I'm not there, then you feel almost shame for feeling shame about your body. You're like, okay, maybe I should be happier with it. And there's... Like, you don't have to be happy with it. I think that we just need to not hate it. So this idea of radical self-love, it's not getting to a place that you're like, oh, I like my thighs. Oh, I like my weight. But it's the process of getting rid of this hierarchy of bodies is what Sonia Taylor or Sonia Renee Taylor calls it. It's not putting one on a pedestal of being like, this is the ideal body or like, this is the one that we accept. It's saying that there's like a place for all of them. And so I know that I said that was my last one, but I actually had one more thing that she mentions in the book that I really liked. And it's a theme throughout about how media and about what you consume is what is really triggering all of these ideas. Because an average person spends 15 hours a day consuming different things, consuming ads, social media, books, magazines, TV, like there's things everywhere. And so even if you come from a place of like, oh, I like my body, I like my body, I like my body, I, I'm, I have self-love, but all these messaging around you isn't showing a body like yours or it's not celebrating a body like yours or it's even, you know, the extremes of when you see these dieting things of change your body, change your body. If those are like the only messaging that you're getting, then it's going to be hard and that's when you are going to feel the shame of why am I feeling shameful and so she says here she goes a culture fixated on female thinness is not an obsession with female beauty but an obsession about female obedience so I thought that was an interesting way to look at it because yeah it's not an obsession about female beauty because as we see the beauty standards change all the time You know, it goes from being super skinny a few decades ago to now it's like, oh, well, now you kind of want a thick booty and it always changes. So it's not, you know, a beauty standard, but it's just people trying to always control, okay, this is what the new trend will be. This is how we can convince everyone to keep buying into these products, to keep buying into this ideal of what they should look like. And so this radical self-love, what it boils down to is there is no hierarchy of bodies. There is not one thing that your body needs. You do not need to apologize for how your body looks, for who you are, but you can go about trying to heal this relationship with yourself. Because even though we are in this system and society that is really controlled about this, it's something that you can start on this individual level. And if you read the book, it is pretty inspiring about how you making these changes will change your relationships and everything else. And so if you 
are a little bit stuck on this journey at all, I would recommend that book, you know. For me, even though I just did the episode uh, number 23 about body neutrality and how that's what I'm going towards, I think that I still took a lot out of this book because, for instance, I think that I can now be more aware of the messaging that I'm receiving because instead of just receiving this content and consuming it, it's like you can kind of dissociate yourself from it like, oh, I, like, used to be consumed by that, and now, like, it's still shown to you the ads will be the same, but you just don't, it doesn't phase you, right? It's almost, like, in one ear, out the other. You know that that's no longer your goal. She also mentions here about how we love to be distracted because these things are in our control. Like, we'll be so distracted that we'll go out and we'll buy these weight loss products because we think that'll make us feel better. We'll go out and buy makeup because that will make us feel more confident with ourselves. We buy all these distractions, which can be fine, but if you know why you're buying them, then maybe you'll have a second thought before you do it next time. So that's what I got out of that there. I really did enjoy this book and it's a pretty quick read. It's a pretty short book. Um, You know, she is an amazing author, poet, activist she's been around for a while and so I think that it's a good starting off place of maybe you don't need to change yourself maybe you can just change what you're surrounding yourself with your do your deep rooted thoughts maybe that's where you can start the changes not something that you're actually physically doing so that is it for this episode and as I mentioned I think this might be the last fit lit book discussion for a little while unless I get you know great feedback that you guys want it to be brought back I think I might be waiting until this grows a little bit more so that way people can join me on these book discussions but as always send to a friend share to a friend who you think might need to read this might need to get this message this is a short condensed version 15 minutes that you get so please share 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 and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And with that, I will see you every Monday and Thursday. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor and take a screenshot right now and post it on your Instagram story. You can tag me at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast. Come say hi. Come say what's up. I'd love to connect with you and this would help support me to continue bringing you free content. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.